Okay, Dave Gentry, Elizabeth Hess on DWS, and we're joined on the phone this morning by Senator Dick Durbin. Senator, how are you this morning? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? We're good. Glad to have you with us this morning. Morning, Senator, and I would like to congratulate your colleague and friend, Senator Tammy Duckworth, who gave birth to a daughter. Uh, How about that? First sitting senator to have a baby while in office. That's pretty amazing. She she came to me several months ago to to kind of give me the the first news of it uh, before she told anybody around here, and I said, Tammy, I think you're the first senator to have a baby. Oh no no, I can't be the first. <laughs> she is, and I'm so proud of her. She and Brian are the best, and what an amazing story that a veteran of the Illinois National Guard who was injured so grievously has done such an amazing thing with her life since. I mean, nothing's holding Tammy Duckworth back. She's going to be a mom. She's going to be a senator. She's going to be a spokesperson for veterans. Uh, I feel so good about the contribution she's making to public life in America. She is amazing. Uh, uh, This is no great transition, but not amazing. Michael Cohen and the FBI raid yesterday on his office and his uh, apartment. And before any of this happened, you called on top Justice Department officials to commit to protect the special counsel. Robert Mueller, is he vulnerable, or do you think that the rest of your colleagues will actually do the right thing? Two or three Republican senators have said that if um, the president should fire Robert Mueller, uh, then it really is a threat to the future of his presidency. But only two or three. Uh, I I believe what happened yesterday is more significant than most people might think. Uh, As one former U.S. attorney said, it's like dropping a bomb on the president's front porch. Uh, It was not Mueller, but it was uh, the uh, U.S. attorney for the Northern District, uh, Southern District of New York, who has taken this action. Uh, What probably occurred, we think, we don't know for certain, Mueller found evidence, went back to the deputy attorney general, who had been appointed uh, by President Trump, who then had to decide whether to go forward with it outside of the Mueller probe. He turns it over to the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, appointed by President Trump, and said, you know, is there reason to go forward here? The decision was made to go forward. So the president's statement yesterday that it's the Democrats who are after him, you know, the gatekeepers on the decision-making were both men appointed by President Trump. One of the things I'd like to take apart, you had a statement. Illinois farmers now join DACA recipients as the latest victims of President Trump's temper. Illinois is our nation's largest producer of soybeans, a top producer of pork, will feel China's uh, retaliation to threats of a trade war more than most. So let's break this apart. Let's start with the tariff threats and then move on to DACA. Yes. The problem with it is when the president does this broadsides, instead of being more precise and and specific in terms of trade issues, uh, then frankly, everyone is vulnerable. Uh, And we are a state, particularly our farmers, that depend on exports. If you ask our farmers in central Illinois, and we happen to live in one of the most fertile areas of the nation, how are things going? They will tell you, let me tell you, the corn prices have been terrible for a long time. <clears throat> We've been struggling to get by, but thank goodness for soybean prices. You know, they have kept us going, and we're the largest soybean-producing state in the nation. But the soybean market is a global market, 
And when we get into a trade war, our farmers are the first to feel it. So they have come to me over and over over the last year or so with the new administration saying the thought of eliminating NAFTA, the thought of a trade war with China is going to be devastating to the Illinois farm economy. So that was the purpose of my statement there, to warn people that uh, getting tough with China, you know, I'm all for that. But let's be thoughtful about how we do it. We could have innocent victims and they could include our farmers. Have you heard from a lot of people that voted, from a lot of farmers that voted for Trump that now are regretting it based on how it's going to hurt their bottom line? They're much more careful in their conversations. And I I don't get into anything quite that specific politically. But I can tell you from the start, they've been worried about it. And they they come out to see me each year. And this the last two visits, last year, this year, really have been capped off by conversations about trade. They get it if... It, for example, if the price of steel goes up and it becomes more difficult to build the uh, storage facilities for grain, you know that's something they face. Every day they're facing the cost of chemicals and uh, pesticides uh, going up. Uh, the cost of equipment continues to go up. And now if the price goes down on commodities, uh, that's what they worry about. It's very obvious. Uh, talk to them. And in our part of the state, they're a major part of our economy. Let's go back to the DACA recipients. And recently, President Trump took that off the table. He's mad about lack of funding for his border wall. Where do the DACA recipients stand now? And what is a new deadline that we have for them? Well, their only protection now uh, would be two federal courts who have ordered the president not to deport them, uh, to continue to sign them up until they resolve his authority to eliminate this program. That's our only protection. That protection could end next week, next month. We don't know when. Uh, We offered to the president six bipartisan compromises uh, to resolve the DACA situation, which he created when he eliminated DACA on September 5th of last year. He rejected every one of them. And one of them, for goodness sakes, which I voted for, holding my nose, I'll be honest with it, uh, included his wall, Uh, this wall that was supposed to be paid for by Mexico. We don't hear much about that anymore. But we said, all right, give the DACA recipients a path to citizenship, and we will allow you to start building your wall. My hope was that in future years, we could slow it down, look at it more carefully, do things that are much smarter to protect our border. But that was what we offered him, and he rejected it. And now he's angry because he wanted his wall. He didn't get it. He, took the, he refused the offers that we made to him. Meanwhile, 800,000 of these young people are living in fear of uh, court orders ending and deportation starting. Senator, Syria is heating up right now, and do you suppose there's speculation that we will initiate an airstrike in order to deflect attention or to show our place in the world? What kind of support do you suppose there would be for a Syrian airstrike? Well, yesterday something significant happened, and most people in Illinois may not have noticed. Uh, But the president got a new national security advisor named John Bolton. Uh, This man is worrisome, if not frightening to me. Uh, He has uh, said things, written things about initiating wars uh, that that truly trouble me. Uh, And I don't know what he's going to advise this president uh, when it comes to Syria. Uh, I know Assad has used chemical weapons against his people. President Obama told us as much. Uh, We know this as well from reports, recent reports in the last few days. And we've seen photographs of people, of corpses stacked on the floor uh, who were victimized by the use of chemical weapons. 
And the question is, what will the world do, not just the United States? And I'll be honest with you, as long as this war has gone on, uh, the response of the world has become more muted, including the United States. I think it is unlikely uh, that we will do what we should do to put pressure on Assad to stop this. Uh, I hope that we can use the United Nations and other entities, uh, although that's difficult, uh, to try to put some pressure on him to stop killing his own people. Well, Senator, on another uh, topic, some National Guard members have started arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, I can tell you, uh, it is not unprecedented. Uh, we've had presidents, both Obama and Bush, mm-hmm. who have used National Guard troops from time to time on the border. So I'm not going to categorically say that it's a wrong thing to do. That uh, you, you can't say this president uh, does it, it's wrong, the other presidents were okay. Obviously, we want to know why. What is it at the border that merits our National Guard being activated? I'll be honest with you, I think I know what it is. I think it's the Fox program on caravans, so they report, of undocumented and illegal people headed to our border. It is a complete falsehood. It's a kind of uh, fake news that that is generated too many times. And the president fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Uh, And at this point, I think what he's doing is escalating our presence on the border because of this Fox story. That is a sad commentary. Now, the governors of Texas, Arizona, and New Mexico are committed to it. California is a holdout. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, I don't know what will happen there. And as I said, presidents of both parties have done this from time to time. There needs to be a justification. Now, think about this. If there is a real threat, for goodness sakes, presidents need to do what they need to do. But if this is just some political move... Uh, to show we're tough and to respond to a Fox News story, which turns out to be a fable, you know, then shame on us. We are interrupting the lives of these members of the National Guard in these states. Uh, We are asking them to sacrifice, leave their families, uh, and perhaps putting them at risk. And in that circumstance, we ought to think long and hard before we do these things. All right. Senator Durbin, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Great. Good talking to you all. Baseball's just getting started. I yeah. feel good about spring on the way. Yeah, the the Cubs uh, got snowed out yesterday, but they're snowed supposed to play out. today. So <laughs> That tells you. And the Cardinals lost a heartbreaker last yeah. night. So. Yeah. All right. Great talking to you. All Thank right. you, Thank Senator. You, Senator. We all got right. more.